In this Good Friday message, pastor speaks about a place called Calvary. The sign of the cross is a plus, and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ will bring additions into your life. God has to be your first option and your last resort. This message teaches that when Jesus Christ cried, it is finished. It was a victorious cry. The Lord has already got you the victory. Let's open our Bibles to the 23rd chapter of Luke. The Gospel of Luke chapter 23 and verse 33. The Gospel of Luke chapter 23 verse 33. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Amen. Luke chapter 23 verse 33. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him. One more scripture, the gospel of John chapter 19. And verse 30. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Amen. Tonight, I want to preach to you about the place called Calvary. I want to speak to you tonight on the place called Calvary, Golgotha, the place of skull. Without the cross, there is no salvation. Without the cross of Jesus, there is no church. And the most important place which the Holy Spirit of God wants to take us tonight is this place called Calvary the place of the skull and when they were come to the place which is called Calvary there they crucified him there they crucified him when you see the sign of the cross it's like a plus it's an addition it's an addition the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross is to eliminate every kind of loss in your life is to eliminate every kind of subtraction that's been taking place in your life you running at a loss is over tonight because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ your times of reduction that you have experienced in life is coming to an end tonight because of the cross 
of Jesus Christ. Lift your hands and say, it is an addition, a bless for me, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Every kind of subtraction, every kind of reduction, every kind that has been leading you to loss, tonight stand cancelled because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Tonight the Holy Spirit said he's going to bring in additions into your life. Whether it be in your home, whether it be in your finances, whether it be in your health, whether it be in your wealth, whether it be in your business, whether it be in your ministry, wherever you are, whether it be concerning church growth, there is going to be addition because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. We honor the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Jesus died that he might bring addition to mankind. Good Friday. Every other Friday is just Friday. Then there is the people who will say, Thank God it is Friday. But it is Good Friday because God had your good in mind when he sent jesus christ to die on the cross of calvary for you open your mouth and say god had my good in mind when he sent his precious son jesus to die for me on the cross of calvary die for me on the cross of calvary cross has four cardinal edges it has a north it has an east it is a west, it is a south. The four cardinal edges of the cross, it's got a north, it's got an east, it's got a west, it's got the south. And that's where the word news come from, news. Your, your time of hearing bad news is coming to an end. Prophetically, I'm saying to you tonight, May you hear good news, good news, because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Some of you are going to get into the news for the right reasons. Because you can stand there and say, God has been good to me. Jesus has been kind to me. The Holy Spirit has helped me because of the gospel. God has lifted me up. Because you can say that forth, God is going to bring you into news. Hallelujah. God is going to move you into a dimension where he's going to honor you. There are people who wait in life to see your downfall. There are people who wait in life to see you fall, to see you become a failure, so they can scorn you, make fun of you, laugh at you, put you to shame, ridicule you. But that is not the agenda of God. That's not the agenda of the Holy Spirit. That's not the agenda of the gospel. The gospel means good news. God sent his son Jesus to die for us on the cross that we might have life eternal. We might have life in its fullness. We might have salvation. Hallelujah. Salvation as his reflection. 
salvation as its reflection and the reflection of salvation is healing its deliverance its breakthrough its addictions being broken out of your life it is the goodness and the mercy of God following you salvation as a reflection it is good health it is prosperity it is walking in the victory of Jesus Christ it is heaven hallelujah it is peace with the father blessed be the name of Jesus good news Look at somebody sitting next to you and say people who wanted to see your downturn people who wanted to see your downturn because of the cross of Jesus because of the cross of Jesus will see your upturn will see your upturn amen say amen to that amen. hallelujah blessed be the name of Jesus amen. amen there were two men in the scriptures when you read through the gospel of Luke Mark Matthew and John who came to help Jesus one was Simon the Cyrenian who carried the cross the other was Joseph of Armedia the man who would walk up to Pilate being a disciple of Jesus Christ and say give me the body of Jesus Simon the Cyrenian saw Jesus when Jesus was on the floor that word Cyrene itself means the floor and Armetia Joseph of Armetia that word means high place so if you have gone through the floor because of the sacrifice Jesus get ready you are going to Armetia to the your high place that God has kept for you in Christ if you have gone through shame through pain through sicknesses through low points it is time for you to get out by putting your faith in the blood of Jesus tonight because God has got an Armetia for you your high place your destiny a visitation from God a place of blessing a place of elevation tonight lift your hand and say thanks be to the grace of God because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ God will raise me up on the floor people will look down upon you but in your high place people will look up to you many a person who's been looked down upon your season is about to change you are a nobody people have been looking down upon you but God is going to send such an incredible miracle and breakthrough into your life he's gonna visit you by his Holy Spirit if you put your trust in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ that the very people who are wanting to laugh at you and how have laughed at you uh, their very mouths are going to be shut because of the blessing that will manifest and the breakthrough that will manifest uh, because your Armetia is waiting for you don't worry about the ridicule for in the next few months your story will change somebody sitting in pain and shame and tear it up right now 
your story will change because I preach to you the good news of Jesus Christ tonight I'm preaching an evangelistic message for everyone who is tuning in tonight I want to preach to you about the name that is above every other name I want to preach to you about God's holy son Jesus Christ who came down in the flesh and died on the cross of Calvary 2000 years ago having shed his blood to wipe away your tears to remove your curse to heal you by stripes and to make you whole and to reconcile you back to the father and restore you to a fellowship with God the father and take you to the place called heaven which is a real place and to give you life eternal right here on earth right this moment when you put your trust in Jesus Christ your Armitia your Joseph of Armitia is coming your flow could be your circumstances right now when life tells you nothing is going to change things are going to be the same way you cannot make it your floor could be your failure you failed too many times not sure of where you're gonna have your next meal because you're lacking financially you do not know what's gonna happen to your life what's gonna happen to your family somebody praying for you're sitting in a broken family over a broken marriage and crying God says you will see a miracle you will see restoration come to you because God says I've seen your tears and I'm sending help it is your season of metamorphosis God is going to embarrass your embarrassment if I were you I would be dancing up wherever I am seated hallelujah I would be jumping up and running around the place screaming hallelujah because you're embarrassed your God is going to embarrass your embarrassment do not fear God is going to embarrass your embarrassment see God sometimes allows the floor He sometimes allows certain challenges of life because that is what makes us human and wanting to have a real walk with God because we can play religion and get away with it when everything is going well but when you're really broken when you're really on the floor and nobody's there to help you the doctors have given a bad report your family has abandoned you there is nothing nobody that you can really look to help that is the time you really open up your heart and say Jesus and you cry out and Emmanuel who is God with us will be so close to you closer than your closest friend closer than your brother how oh, even tonight sense his presence sense his love sense his healing over you God wants to take you to the heights because your height determines your sight you remember Moses was up in the mountains 40 days in fasting and prayer communing with God Joshua was somewhere in between but in the camp the people were worshipping idols and getting into all kind of sexual immorality and complaining and grumbling and turning against God and Moses comes down the mountain Joshua says you know there is the sound that is happening in the camp he's not exactly sure he's got it wrong but Moses says it's not the sound of victory 
because he, he came from a higher place. He could see things as they were. See, proximity doesn't determine your accuracy. We see things differently depending upon where we are standing. One sees a problem, another sees a solution, depend, depending upon the place that they're standing. If you're standing on the rock that is higher than I, if you're standing upon the sure foundation of God's word, if you're standing in a place of communion with God, let me tell you, your perspectives are different. That life, that, that life threatening, uh, that terminal uh, report that the doctors gave uh, is not that terminal. Hallelujah. It is not life threatening because you know whom you have put your trust in. You know the one that you have trusted in. You know the one that you have called upon. And God can send forth a miracle. Tonight, God is releasing forth a miracle upon your situation. It changes with the place that you're standing. When you study that scripture in Luke 23, Jesus came to that place called Calvary where he hung on the cross. Luke 23, Luke 2, 3, 3, 3. Easy to remember that scripture. Luke 2, 3, 3, 3. The first word that Jesus said on that cross was, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. We know about the seven words that Jesus said on this cross. That's not my topic tonight. The first word was, Father, forgive them. And the last word of Jesus on that cal cross in Calvary was, Father, I commit my spirit unto you. A man spoke to his father in his deepest pain. He did not allow the challenge of life to overwhelm him or affect his relationship with the father. You can't say, I was so depressed that I didn't pray, pastor. You can't say that. Pastor, I've been so discouraged that I didn't pray. You cannot say it if you look to Jesus on the cross. Because depression, discouragement, or whatever pain or agony you go through in life, remember, you have a father in heaven and you can speak to him. It should push you to a stronger, closer relationship with your father. You can't say, I was so overwhelmed by that medical report that I couldn't pray. You should say, that medical report came and I went to my father. For there is no love greater 
than our father's love. We used to sing that song. There is no love like my father's love. There is no touch like my father's love. and say to there is no love like my father's love there is no time like my sensing is healing upon you in your pain in your loneliness the love of the father is coming into your soul Samuel chapter 30 you will find that David lost everything his men lost everything things were so overwhelming his very own people thought of stoning him that's the time you don't want to be a leader <laughs> everybody's heart was discouraged but 1 Samuel 30 the sixth verse I think it says that David went into the presence of God and encouraged himself encouraged himself he went into the presence of God and encouraged himself and he took counsel and God said go pursue and I will restore back everything 
Tonight God is sending somebody Don't be discouraged Don't be overwhelmed You have a father And he is telling you Go pursue You will see restoration in all things I will restore all things I will restore to you completely I will restore your finances I will restore your relationships I will restore your ministry I will restore your family I will restore your health I will restore everything the first word on the cross was father forgive them the last word was father into your hands I commit my spirit God has to be your first option and your last resort many people don't have God as their first option he has to be your alpha and your omega he will never join in the middle <laughs> he has to be your beginning and he has to be your end your beginning point and finishing point has to be in God some people come in between and I've seen that even in the church they were never there in the beginning so they don't understand the Holy Spirit told me if he's not the Alpha in your life and if he didn't start things in your life he won't finish it that is why in your marriage beginning has to be God then he'll come in between when you are in trouble in your business beginning it has to be God everything in your journey everything the place called Calvary is a place of opportunity the Bible was that we read they hung by his side two thieves One thief saw an opportunity As somebody would say to sneak into heaven Both of them were thieves Nobody in the Bible does it's a good thief and bad thief Is there a good thief and a bad thief? Anybody who steals more than a crore is a bad thief. Lesser than that is a good thief. You never say that. Both were thieves. People had given up on them. But one person saw an opportunity. He said, even if people give up on me and life gives up on me, the one who was hanging on the cross in between me and the other thief is the son of God remember me when you come into your kingdom lift your hand and say remember me when you come into your kingdom said remember me he took an opportunity he was wise enough and Jesus said tonight 
you will be. Today you will be with me in paradise. What will you do? Will you sense your opportunities? Tonight is an opportunity for, to give your life to Jesus. Maybe you tuned in because somebody invited you. But there's an opportunity. Jesus loves you. He died on the cross for you. You might be the most miserable of sinners. The whole world might have given up on you. But God will never give up on you. He shed his blood and gave his life for you. Amen. You can reverse the expectation of men. Men can only include you, but they cannot conclude you. Are you with me? <laughs> they can only include you, but they cannot conclude you. They can only write the first chapter of your life. But the last chapter of your life will be written by the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. Give your life for Jesus to write on. The other thief did not lose his life or his future because he was a thief. But because he abused opportunity. He abused opportunity. He had an opportunity. Ecclesiastes 9 says, Nobody prevails by the strength or by their wisdom, but time and chance or time and opportunity happens to them all. God gives opportunity. Tonight He's giving you an opportunity. Maximize your opportunity. Maximize your opportunity. The wise recognize opportunities. Because opportunities will always come dressed, dressed up in rags or in some form that doesn't look like an opportunity. But you got to learn to see beyond the physical. The Gospel of John chapter 6. Jesus is speaking to the multitudes for three days. And there is a little boy who's got his lunch with him. The Gospel of John chapter 6. And what is interesting is a little boy's lunch. Look what he's having for lunch. May your children eat well. <laughs> Five barley loaves and two fish. Can you imagine? He came from a rich family. I mean, in our hostel, in our school, for lunch, we would get just the head of a small fish or the tail of a small fish. <laughs> Even while studying in the 10th standard, we would wait by the canteen to get in. And then we would look at all the plates, <laughs> which is the bigger piece, and try to catch that seed. Either the head or the tail. Here's a little boy's lunch. Two fish, five loaves of bread. He came from a rich family. He was not a poor boy. 
See, God does not just want to make the poor rich. He wants even to make the rich rich. Look at somebody and say, God wants to make you richy rich. rich. <laughs> God, you know, it struck me today because we are used to hearing definitely God will set you free from your poverty and bless you. But this is not a poor boy. Not just a tail or a head. He's got a good solid meal. The parents saw lunch. But this boy saw opportunity. The boy saw opportunity. If what I have, if I can give it into the hands of Jesus Christ, he's going to bless and give me 12 baskets full. He's going to multiply it. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody lift your hands and say, I got to see the opportunities that God gives me. I got to see the opportunities that God gives me. Amen. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Amen. See, when God gives you time, you've got to see it as an opportunity to study well. I never saw it as an opportunity when I was young. I just abused my time. Didn't study at all. I didn't recognize it as an opportunity for me to come up in life through education. When I could have stood here and preached to you all Greek and Hebrew and Latin, can you imagine? What depth this pastor would have had. <laughs> but now I gotta go on my knees and read the Bible and say, Holy Spirit, show something. When God is giving you an opportunity to work, work well. Don't be lazy. When God is giving you an opportunity to be a part of a, a church, be faithful. Don't play games. It's an opportunity that God is giving you. Calvary tells you that even the great men once went through common problems. But trials are never to define you, it is to refine you. Lift your hand and say, trials are never to define me, but to refine me. Amen. God, gold is not gold till it goes through the fire. The trial was he was ridiculed, made fun of, mocked at. It is never people who are better than you that criticize you. Are you with me? People who malign you are never better than you. Don't think it is the experts who are criticizing you. <laughs> because who can be better than Jesus? Not the high priest, not Pilate, not the Roman soldiers, not the passerbys. Not the thief on the side who lost out on his opportunity. When everybody speaks against you, 
where your life is even exchanged for another thief barabbas barabbas give us barabbas and crucify jesus barabbas is not better than jesus people could have said what is to do with jesus always amidst thieves without a smoke they cannot without a fire they cannot be a smoke I mean, why would somebody go through all this pain humiliation the tragedy of the cross there are people who are always attracted to certain things there are people you know i'm just like thieves were attracted to jesus <laughs> there are people who i mean either you know suddenly you do not know you are in the in your flat and all the gossiping women are in your flat gossiping with you so finally you decide to change flat and you go to a different place you buy your villa and go to that place and suddenly all the gossiping women in that villa project is there by your doorstep or somebody is rejected from their home and they come to church and suddenly the pastor is not accepting them or you know they don't feel accepted not like it's not a question of not accepting them they don't feel accepted they just feel rejected nobody nobody loves me it is to reveal who you really are every trial is to refine you and not to define you are you with me it is to show forth who you really are and who are the ones who really appreciate you that's what calvary teaches you jesus was born in bethlehem but the people in bethlehem did not accept him so he settled in nazareth there they accepted him so he was called jesus of nazareth if jesus had stayed in bethlehem he would have been called jesus of bethlehem who accepts you that is your family who wants you to do well that is your family and that's what the church is all about we want you to do well we want you to come out of your bondage we want you to come out of your shame because of the sacrifice of jesus christ we want out want you to come out of your sickness because of the sacrifice of jesus if you need prayer call that prayer line there are people who are praying for you we want you to come out we want you to come into the family of god that jesus purchased on the cross of calvary Amen. Glory be to God. We look at the last scripture that we looked at. Jesus on that cross. He said the word it is finished. Can you say that? Say that once again. It, it is, is finished. Thank God he didn't say I am finished. <laughs> he said it is finished the greek word is 
Say to the master after having done a day's work, Master, I've done tetelestai. What you asked me to do, I've done it. It's a legal word, it's what a judge would say. Let him serve his time, he's served his time. Bang the hammer. He would say, He's paid the debts. Justice has been done. It's an accounting term. Paid in full. Your bills are paid for. Your tax bills are paid for. March end, April beginning. It is a word that the artist would use when they give the final touches to their painting or a sculptor to the thing that he's making he would say yes it is tetelestai and more than anything else it is what a priest would say when he looks at the lamb that is brought for sacrifice he would look to see is this the right sacrifice animal an offering has to be made before God Tetelestai. Tonight the Holy Spirit told me that He would bring closure in your life to certain things that you've been praying because of His sacrifice. Closure. Closure. I mean, you don't remember the bill, do you? Last month's electricity bill, do you remember it? Once you paid it, if you don't, if you haven't paid it, you will remember it, or somebody will keep reminding you. But, but when it is paid, you don't remember it. Your grocery bill, I mean, it's paid. Jesus on the cross, on the cross of Calvary. 
He's paid it all. He's paid completely your debt to sin. You could not pay it for all the sins that you've committed. Jesus paid it all. His sacrifice is sufficient. It's perfect. Jesus paid it all. He's a just God. He says, I have completed it. Through one man sin came into the world. Through Adam. And through one man, the last Adam, the righteousness of God. Through Jesus Christ. It is finished on the cross of Calvary. The devil has no more authority over you. Open your mouth and say, The devil has no more authority, has no more authority over, my life. over my life. It's a good Friday. Let this truth come into your soul. Jesus crushed the head of the devil, the serpent on the cross of Calvary. His sacrifice was not a defeat. His sacrifice was victory. It was a victorious battle cry. Tetelestai! One Bible scholar says, it is Tetelestai, my bride. Jesus saying to his bride, it is Tetelestai, my bride. It is finished. The devil cannot torment you anymore. Cannot defeat you anymore. Don't believe that lie. Let the truth set you free. Jesus said it is completed. I have crushed his head. I have defeated him on the cross of Calvary. You don't need to fear him. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Let every power of the enemy over your mind, over your heart, over your physical body, over your finances, over your relationships, over your home, over your every part of your life, over your generations, every purpose and plan of the enemy tonight in the name of Jesus Christ be broken. May you come out of that snare tonight in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say, I'm coming out in the name of Jesus. The devil hates the Lord. Are you with me? But the devil cannot do anything against the Lord. The devil cannot create anything. He can only pervert that which is created. The devil cannot make anything. He can only destroy it. And the devil's only way of getting back at the Lord is by trying to deceive his children. So the children feel bound, slaves. I don't think, Pastor, I am free. I don't think I can ever walk in victory. See, it's a thought. I don't think God can ever forgive me. How the devil messes up as a believer is through temptation and through condemnation. 
it comes to our mind the temptation he will use a minimalistic approach hey it's just one fruit eat it just one bad movie just see it for five minutes just one wrong relationship just go he cannot force you but he can suggest to you just one smoke somebody came and said pastor isn't weed normal grass didn't god create it <laughs> i said yeah god created it he said is, is, is there anything wrong with having it i said yeah but god didn't put the fire in it god didn't roll it for you let it grow there why are you rolling it and putting it the fire see the devil is a deceiver <laughs> he puts a suggestion minimalistic approach he just puts that but the moment you do something wrong then he will just magnify your mistake he will maximize it you say you're such a terrible person god will never forgive you you have committed the unpardonable sin there is no way back but tonight lift your hand and say that power of the enemy is broken the power of the enemy is broken it is jesus paid it all jesus paid it all he paid for my past sins he paid for my past he pa- sins he paid for my present sin he paid for my present sin he is paid for my future sin he is paid for my future that's not a license to sin but the fact is he's paid it all he doesn't want you to walk under the power of the enemy he's translated you from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light he doesn't want you to walk in guilt and shame it's good friday hold your head up put out your chest and say my jesus died for me he jesus rose again from the dead jesus is my lord jesus is my master i am victorious through jesus christ my account is paid for blessed be the name of jesus amen See, salvation is guaranteed through the sacrifice of Jesus for you. That's what Calvary is. I close with the scripture, Philippians 1 verse 6, because we have a screening now of what our church members have put together within a week's time, not even a week. <laughs> Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says, and i'm certain that god who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when christ jesus returns i am confident of this very thing say that with me i'm confident i'm confident that the lord who began the good work within me will perform it until the day of jesus christ you can be sure are you with me because salvation was never by works it was by putting your faith in the finished sacrifice of jesus then how can you keep trying to think i have to work at it work at it work at it and someday i'll get there no you got to keep trusting 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 in the tetelestai of jesus christ paid in full hallelujah you got to keep trusting 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 in the sacrifice of jesus christ amen 
Don't try to improve on the sacrifice of Jesus. It's like you going to Paris and then visiting where the portrait of Mona Lisa is and saying, let me improve on it. And you want to put your impression onto it, just improving Mona Lisa. Or you go into Italy to the Sistine chapter, Chapel and then you see one of those paintings of Michelangelo and say, let me improve on this. I fasted for 40 days. Can you imagine that? If they would put you in jail, if you try to do that, can you imagine? The enemy will condemn you every time you try to do that. But every time you put your faith and say, it's finished. It is completed. Jesus paid it all. I am free because of Jesus Christ. I am free because of his blood. He's paid it all. He's paid it all. Say that with me. He's paid it all. He's paid it all. He's paid it all. That night, that, that day, the whale in the temple, Herod's temple was torn from top to bottom, 60 feet. 60 feet high, the curtain. And four feet, four inches thick. Joseph, as the historian says, horses pulling it from both sides. A group of horses could not have torn it. But when Jesus said it is finished, the whale in that temple was torn, giving you access to the Father's presence. Tonight, close your eyes. Lift your hearts to Jesus. And before you do that, if you have a piece of paper and pen, I want you to write it. Because it was a car sign on somebody's car. And I want to give that to you before we pray. Write P, B, P, W, M, G, I, F, W, M, Y. Did you get it? Repeat after me. P, P, B, B, P, P, W, W, M, M, G, G, I, I, F, F, W, W, M, M, Y. Y. What language is it, Pastor? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. It just says, please be patient with me. God isn't finished with me yet. That's all. Please be patient with me. God isn't finished with me yet. Tetelestai, my bride. It is completed. I've paid it all and I'm still working in you to perfect that which concerns you. Tonight, lift your hand and say, Jesus. Lift your voice and say, Jesus. Lift your voice and cry out, Jesus. Lift up your hearts and say, Jesus. Put your trust in Jesus Christ. Even let never let you down. Put your voice, your hands to Jesus and say, Jesus. Call on the name of Jesus. Call on the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Tonight, there is somebody with a chest congestion. You have all kind of in, in, inside this infection and sputum and, you know, and God is touching you right now. He's healing you. There is somebody with the concern about a nodule on your throat, on your neck. And God wants to heal you right now. Put your trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ right now. There are many who are getting healed of abdominal issues, abdominal issues, discomforts, pain, different kind of issues, different kind of issues with your abdomen, with your stomach problems. Uh, Jesus is healing you right now. There is such a healing virtue of Jesus flowing in. I don't have to call out your healing. It is your moment to connect with the Lord tonight. Uh, connect with Jesus in prayer by faith. Uh, let the healing virtue of Jesus flow upon your body. Uh, let your mind, every conflict, uh, every condemnation, every guilt, uh, every shame uh, be broken off from your life. Every lie of the enemy be broken off from your life in the name of Jesus. Uh, let there be healing over your life in the name of Jesus. Uh, by the stripes of Jesus tonight, be healed. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you for doing it, Lord. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for doing it. Neck problem is being healed. Somebody with spondylitis. As a matter of fact, you're wearing a brace right now. Something on your neck. He's healing you right now. Just take it off. Just move your neck. You're completely healed in the name of Jesus right now. Somebody wearing a brace. The Lord is touching your neck and healing you right now. Be healed in the name of Jesus. The bills that we could never pay, the debt we could never pay, Jesus paid it all on the cross. Tonight, humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. Open your heart, open your mouth and say, Jesus, Jesus I, surrender I surrender my life to you. My life to you. I commit, I commit to my, life to you. my life to you. I give you my life. I give you my life. Jesus, I believe, Jesus, I believe you, died you died on the cross of Calvary, cross of Calvary for, my sins. for my sins. Forgive me my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. Cleanse me. Thank you, Jesus, that I am redeemed, purified, sanctified, saved by your blood. I surrender my life to you. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Jesus is my master. I renounce sin. I renounce Satan. I renounce the world. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for liberty. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for healing. Thank you. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for life eternal. Thank you for heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
that I don't need to fear death. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the resurrection and the life. Thank you for life eternal. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let every fear of death go away from you. Let there be healing in your heart. Let the love of God flood your soul. Let every fear go. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the anointing of your Holy Spirit. Thank you that I have peace with God through your sacrifice, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There is somebody who is listening to me. There are actually two of you. There is only one believer sitting in the room, but there are two of you. You're just watching because somebody asked you to watch. The third person in the room asked you to watch. But this is a God-given opportunity for you. God loves you. Jesus died for you. This very word, I want to repeat it again for you, both of you in that room. The third person in the room who asked you to tune in and listen to this message is praying for you. Don't be cynical, skeptical, but open your heart. There is nothing for you to lose. There is only something for you to gain. Open your mouth and say these words. Jesus, I give you my life. I surrender my life to you. Forgive me my sin. I commit my life to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. You might need to go back onto this prayer one more time, but we don't have time. I wanted to just minister to you. Amen. Lift your hand and thank the Lord for the gift of salvation.